0: Well, it is that time of year, ladies and gentlemen. What time of year? Uh, I don't know, that time where we record a podcast. It's that time. So it's that time of the week. I guess I shouldn't say year. It's that time of the week. Although Christmas is around the corner, so we kind of have a Christmas theme to this particular episode of the Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio podcast. We'll do our best. Yes. We begin um, with a lot of times now you're online shopping more than going to the actual store, so you're awaiting packages to arrive via various different places. But this is the last thing you expect to be arriving within a box that has been shipped somewhere. Yeah,
1: I was wondering what you were setting up there, but this is uh, yeah a a pair of legs, just severed legs, not like fragile, not like a leg
0: lamp, no, no. actual human actual legs, human
1: legs. Yeah, uh, were found in a shipment of cardboard uh, on a boat going from the United States to Thailand.
0: Okay, so it gets to where it needs to be, and yep. ta da! And
1: uh, they, I guess they opened it up, and a worker was unpacking layers of cardboard and then saw a shin bone sticking out ah! of a brown sports shoe. With oh, wait, 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 hold on a second. I'm not done. Okay. A brown sports shoe with pink shoelaces. Now now, make your comment.
0: Uh, well, the fact that the <laughs> shoes were still on yeah. is extremely bizarre to me. The fact, first of all, the fact that there's a leg in, not one but two, and that the shoe, so it's not just the leg, it's the foot and the shoes and like our and pant, socks, yeah. Are pants attached or just the socks and the shoes? Uh, it
1: doesn't, yeah. It just says it was a decomposing limb, still with black socks on. You don't wear black socks with brown shoes. No, what? Well, no wonder they're dead. That's a fa- that's a fashion crime. And appeared to be severed at the knee. Ah. Someone didn't pay their gambling bills? What the hell's going on here? I like this quote from the guy who found it. He said, I thought the bones were white poles, but then I saw the (laughs) knees and the shoes, and I realized they were from a human.
0: Yikes. Yeah, what what would you, I mean, it's not unreasonable to think there are just like some white poles in there. You don't expect to be going through the box and finding severed at the knees with shoes on. Uh,
1: Police scrambled and searched the area. Then they found a second limb. Uh, oh, they
0: weren't next to each other. All, no. Okay. Uh,
1: this, this one goes all the way up to the pelvis. Oh. Uh, and wearing a matching black sock. So they got a
0: knee decapitation, and then they said, "You know what? You sell Another and pay leg, me. Yeah. The entire leg is severed."
1: Yeah, and, and so they you know, that, that's that's what's weird is there's not there's not the rest of the body there,
0: and it's not matching lengths of limbs that well, have been lost. Right. Yeah. It's one at the kneecap. And one all the way up to the pelvic area, yeah.
1: unless unless somebody's thigh bone is still in the box and they yeah, haven't so, found it yet.
0: Is this some type of weird puzzle they're supposed to put back all together? Is that is that that was going on here? Well,
1: and that's it. so. Their authorities say they were investigating if the person is believed to be a foreigner who died in an accident or was murdered. There's really no all they're saying is this isn't a person that was missing in Thailand, and the only other place this boat has been was the United States. Okay. It's got to be murder, right? Well, that's, yeah. This is like a couple of years ago, or I think still going on, uh, up in the Pacific Northwest. You get random feet. Where you would find random feet in shoes um, just on the beach. Yeah, that was unnerving. Is that still going on? Feet washing up on shores may be more common than one thought. Uh, The most recent detached foot is one of many found in recent years.
0: Well, it's because they think those are people that are on boats that fall off and then the rest of them get eaten and then their feet just end up on the beach. Hard to say. Um,
1: the, uh anthropologists at the King County Medical Examiner's Office said that as a result of uh, living in a densely populated area, um, shoes, especially sneakers, are designed with much more buoyancy, causing them to float rather than sink. So there's probably so that that suggests that there's a lot of sunken feet down yeah. at the bottom that never made it.
0: Just um, hanging around, the sneakers are just there. And
1: there's an entire Wikipedia page dedicated to um, foot human foot discoveries in this strange little corridor. Good lord! In uh, British Columbia. So wow! It's, uh, there's there's at least what is this? There's like twenty three of them.
0: Good lord! Uh, over the so, if, so if you're looking for a last-minute gift Weird. of a human foot, yeah. just head up that way, and you can maybe find what? one on the beach.
1: If you're missing your leg. If, That's you, <laughs> if you look down and go, where the hell? Where did
0: this thing go? Oh, I'm missing those brown
1: shoes. I was wearing my
0: best brown shoes, and now I don't have them anymore. With my pink laces going <laughs> on there. Um, it is Mike and Molson here, the Too Good for Radio podcast, as if we're on the radio. I don't that know why I reset. reset. I don't know why I did that. But anyway, moving on, here is something that... I'm surprised it's taken this long for us to get to it. There is a AI company with a chat bot called Bloom. Okay. And for the holidays, you're able to now, if you want to, speak with either a hot Santa or his naughty elf. So basically, you can sext with Santa
1: or an elf. And I wanted to ask the question who's having that fantasy, but it is the internet, so somebody is having that fantasy. Yes. I want to get it on with Santa.
0: Yeah, the AI will not only send flirty texts, but even create unique audio messages in the voice of the Christmas characters. Now, this is a, uh, Bloom is over in England. Okay. So it's Father Christmas giving you some voice messages. Like, or, like, like it matters. Yeah, exactly. Some of the Christmas theme one-liners include Santa saying, Santa knows how to keep the North Pole interesting during those long winter nights. I mean, does it get pornographic? Does it get oh, graphic? Yeah. If you've been very naughty this year, I could share some of those stories with you. There's yeah. also something about Santa's sack being filled with all kinds of naughty surprises. Oh, God. Yeah. Santa's sack is filled with all kind of naughty surprises. This is not mm. turning me on at all, in the least. <laughs> in, an, in another, the bot writes, Santa can keep you warm in more than one way. Yeah. I don't I'm, know what you could read that would turn me on, but this, this isn't. Yeah, I'll make sure you stay nice and toasty during yeah. the cold winter night. Who is going to this? Uh. Who is To your point, who is who is going to this for being turned on? Like I get it for a joke, a novelty, yeah. for for a bit. But who is actually going to it and going? Yeah, hot Santa. Mm,
1: well, and give nothing, it to me.
0: Yeah, and nothing you read is particularly erotic. No, it's it's very it's double entendre. Of, yeah, it's kind of eighth grade flirty. It's very dad jokey.
1: Yeah, kind of.
0: Like, like I'll keep you warm in the North Pole. Like still, it, th- not yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing about like I'm gonna come down your chimney. Like there's nothing like that going on. <laughs> And thank God for that. <laughs> Thank God for that indeed. So if you want to check that out, if that's your weird kid, the naughty elf is the female version, by the way. Oh, so you see. got hot Santa, but if you're a lonely dude and want the same kind of probably rote, repetitious, non-really mm-hmm. sexual things, but kind of, you can chat with the naughty elf. Is she short like this? I don't know if she, it, it doesn't say. But that could lead to some interesting kind of... Uh, exactly. I, but once again, who is that for? I don't know. Whoever watches Rudolph and goes, Hey... That that's that elf girl over there, pretty I don't hot. I think so. I mean, no I one just, does that, right?
1: Yeah, I'm just picturing like a, a little bitty elf, like about a foot high, walking around. <laughs> if like, that, well, that hey, well, come on over here. So, yeah, yeah, no nothing, one wants nothing that. Sexy about that? No, just weird. Yeah, it, it. yeah, get out of here. It.
0: But come on, I want to do stuff with uh, you. No, uh, get leave, out of here.
1: Leave. Get please. out of here, Hermie, you weirdo. You're exactly, doing something exactly. Here.
0: exactly. I got more important things to go to, to deal with here. Also, what you don't want is just a random nude intruder in your home for the holidays. Yeah. Uh, here on the sex and poo podcast. Um, we'll combine both here soon. Cause we have a German sex story, but first this, a naked man broke into this old woman's house. Now, what are you doing? What are you doing with your naked? By the way, whenever the nudes break in somewhere, you gotta be really high on something because you, I'm assuming he came in through a window or just an unlocked door or whatever it may be, but that's, there's a lot of injury problems. Allow me to finish. Sorry. That's also what Santa says.
1: <laughs> the naked man broke into her house with a pointed metal rod because
0: <laughs> of there course he did
1: yep. there it is hey oh uh, so about nine thirty at night on a tuesday um not what you're expecting yeah uh, a guy comes through the door swinging his rod <laughs> check this out um luckily this 72 year old woman had A shovel nearby is that an old person thing? Because in Home Alone, the old guy's just got a random shovel always yeah. around. Uh, she got a shovel to protect herself and chased him out of the house and then cornered him until officers arrived. Good for her, man, yeah, to keep him around. Be like, Oh, yeah, you got your rod swinging? Well, I got a shovel. Thankfully, some neighbors heard the commotion, called 911, and uh, the police were there able to jail him and take him to uh, uh, take him to jail, yeah. Um, the Vancouver Police Department, this is a PSA from them, doesn't recommend people go toe-to-toe with potentially violent criminals, uh, but they are applauding the woman's actions in this case. We never recommend that, but we're not going to stop someone from protecting their home. At that point, she was probably thinking she needed a fight for her life. Kudos to her. It was pretty badass, I would say.
0: I would agree, but that just shows the vast difference between Canada and the U.S. Yeah, Naked guy be dead. In the U.S. In Canada, what they have by their bedside to protect themselves is just a random shovel, just in case. Uh, Police are still trying to determine the motive,
1: Uh, but given the circumstances, she believes mental health played a role you think
0: you think, think running around naked with your rods swinging around in someone's house might have been drugs could have been yes uh,
1: and I think you know I think we've talked about this before when the police arrive and there's someone naked
0: that's that's, that's a the reason, worst. that's
1: a reason to shoot to kill right yeah it is that's a perfectly legitimate reason to shoot
0: someone yeah you don't want that swinging around and no. running into people I'm not have to tackle that yeah no you don't want to tackle that at all you probably don't want to tackle this subject either but thankfully scientists in Germany did when it comes to the Christmas time sexy time in Germany oh yeah uh, what they found is they get very, very virile in Germany around this time. They get very vile, and that, that leads to some very painful injuries. Uh, scientists studied 3,421 German men between 2005 and 2021 and found that chances of sustaining the painful groin injury, especially among those in middle age, rose significantly by 43% between December 24th and the 26th. Why? The penile fracture, 43% increase during those days, during Christmas Eve and the day after Christmas. Because of sex? Yes. They say men looking to try something different in the bedroom should delay their lovemaking until New Year's Eve. By then, there's a significant reduction in the risk of penile fractures, with only 28 cases recorded during the 16-year period. They say penile fractures usually occur during the wild sex, and so in Germany, <laughs> when you have the wild sex during the Christmas, during the Christmas Gee, Eve whiz. or Christmas Day, when you have the wild sex, you can, uh, you know, fracture your pee-pee.
1: What uh, I mean, define wild. <laughs> I mean, I, that's, still, I'm not I'm still a little flummoxed here as to how they say they you say, fracture your penis. <laughs>
0: Say The risk of injury increases, especially in positions where you're not in direct eye contact with your partner, such as the reverse cowgirl. <laughs> do not do the crazy, vile reverse cowgirl sex for Christmas.
1: Always maintain the eye contact. Yes, you, you must like have weird, ge-
0: weird German eye contact to make sure your penis doesn't get fractured. Oh, yeah. See, Can I'm, you imagine yeah. on the holiday, first of all, just any time a penis fracture, Yeah, but having to go into... The ER, because they said at 43%, what is driving people so wild over in Germany? That's an incredible optic. That that a 43% increase on penile fractures are happening on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. I mean, is this, yeah, I mean, what is turning you on so much that you have to have the vile Is is it because you're bereft of any other present to give? Like, okay, let's try the vile sex for Christmas. Here we go. I Come mean, on, Dita.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's like they're it's like they're taking this time to experiment, and this is not the <laughs> no. It's not a time to experiment. It's mm-hmm, a time it's probably to, family around and everything,
0: and right. You uh, don't better uh, to be doing uh, the loud, crazy no, oompa do, oompa oompa.
1: You do that in a hotel. Yeah, we do the umpapa pa.
0: Just do it <laughs> the regular way. Don't be doing the vile sex. But that's crazy. Isn't that a crazy statistic? Yeah, that really that is. Forty three percent increase in penile fractures on December twenty fourth through the twenty sixth. Over this years-long span, sixteen years of them doing this survey.
1: Yeah, how many dudes in Germany during those three days are going? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not risking it. No, you
0: don't. You don't want to risk it. Let's
1: have sex, Gunther. I know. I'm, not no. I'm sorry. No, we
0: must wait till New no, Year's I'm, Eve. I'm
1: ready for you. No, I don't care. Yeah, no, I have the
0: stockings all hung
1: by my chimney with care. Yeah, we'll do a complete look. You know, we'll do the common missionary eye <laughs> to eye. No,
0: it's just it's too risky. I will look you right in the eye for Christmas. <laughs> Nova reverse Cowgirl. We will not be doing that. That is very much peril here in Germany. Moving on to uh, sunnier Christmas traditions from around the world. Sure, why than not? The fracturing. Um, did you know that over in Peru, one of their Christmas traditions includes a giant fistfight festival? Oh, I like that. Yeah, Christmas Day in a Santo Tomas, Peru. starts off as families make their way to church, but later that morning and into the afternoon, it's time for... Tanakaquai, a series of organized fistfights. That word means to strike in the indigenous language spoken in the Andes Mountains of Peru. The festival is an opportunity for friends, families, neighbors, and business partners to settle their differences outside of the courts. They say they typically, uh, at least a couple dozen fights that day, participants who usually include men in their 20s and 30s, but also women and teenagers. Uh, each fistfight lasts from five to 10 minutes. Opponents can hit each other while one person's on the ground. There are no weapons allowed, and a referee will call the fight if it begins leaning too far in one person's favor. Uh, basically, what they say is the assumption is if you agree to the fight during this fistfighting holiday, you announce the umbrage or the offense, and then after the fight, regardless of who wins, you're supposed to hug it out.
1: So, oh, in, okay. the end, right. so,
0: so in the end, you come together as better friends. Right. So the Peru Fistfighting Festival sounds like a good time to me. Moving on, in Ethiopia, they celebrate Christmas in January. They celebrate it on January 7th, known as a celebration as Ghana. On Christmas Eve, people dress in all white and gather for church service, which ends around 3 to 4 a.m. Then people go home, sleep, and break their fast with a light meal. So what is
1: that? Is that the epiphany? Is that when that usually happens? Yeah, when the wise men
0: show up, that's when they celebrate Christmas. Uh, Moving on to Japan, for their Christmas, they go to KFC. Christmas is the busiest time I've of year this. for KFC in Japan. Yeah. As per tradition, many families get their holiday dinner from the restaurant. The tradition started around 1974. but There are a couple of theories within the company as about how it began. One is a store manager dressed up as Santa Claus and delivered chicken to Japanese school. Kids enjoyed it, so he launched an advertising campaign. Another is that Japanese people began buying KFC during the holidays because turkeys weren't easily available. Yeah. Though neither of the theories have been confirmed, KFC Japan says. A food anthropologist and a professor at Boston University lived in Japan in the 60s where there's no KFC because KFC was founded in the 70s. And originally KFC over there was a date night. Yeah. And so they feel like it's a classy dinner. Um, They say that since 1985 it has sold special party barrels which contain KFC original recipe fried chicken, gratin, and cake. Christmas is Japan and KFC Japan's busiest time of year. It is said it had 2 million customers last year from December 23rd to the 25th. Those few days brought in about 6 billion yen or $41 million last year in sales.
1: And this is an interesting phenomenon that I've run into sometimes where foreign countries look at what we consider fast food and just just whatever, grab it on the way home as this is kind of cool. This is a treat. This is a big deal. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and it's not.
0: No, it's not. <laughs> and finally, as far as traditions around the world, apparently in the Ukraine, they like to put spiders on Christmas trees. Why? I don't. They, they say some of those who celebrate Christmas have spiders made from such materials as straw, beads, and wire, a tradition rooted in the belief that that will bring prosperity to those who participate. Come on. There are quite a few theories on how the custom came to be. A folklorist at the University of Alberta who does field work in Ukraine says there's two origin stories. One stems from a folk tale about a poor family who cannot afford Christmas gifts for their children. The dad brings home a fir tree that spiders have woven webs onto. The family is scared at first, but in the morning the webs have turned yeah. to silver, yeah. bringing them good fortune. It, that This is, this is a, a ruse to make you feel good about spiders. Yeah, and the second story, Ukrainians weave wheat straws together to ensure a good crop of wheat in the following year. So basically, Christmas trees are a fairly new tradition in Ukraine, and with time and the immigration of Ukrainians to other parts of the world, they say the spiders are, are now a thing. Wow. They, they say while some Ukrainians may still make the spiders by hand, others may choose to buy pre-made spider and spider web ornaments. Could you imagine? So you go on one of those uh, dating sites where you get like
1: a Ukrainian bride.
0: <laughs> and, the first, and the first Christmas, Christmas together. Christmas
1: coming around, yeah. Where's the spiders? Yeah. I want my spiders. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if Ukrainians sound like that. Yeah, they sound like Russians. I was trying
0: to. Yeah, understand. exactly. That sounded more Canadian. It did. Yeah, It was terrible. Yeah, it was not great. Erase so. this part of the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> no, it's staying in here. Okay. There'll be no editing of this podcast. Okay. We do it live. Sorry. Sorry God. about that. I suck. And Ukraine, spiders weave you. Thank there you. we there go. You right, go. Exactly. Some Yakov Smirnoff. Whew. All right. And finally here, on the, because we're running out of steam, yeah. uh, I found this from <laughs> Romper. I found this from Romper.com. Okay. It's, it's a list of ten things Santa can leave behind to keep your kid totally convinced. All right. So we're gonna go through this because and- we would do the thing of uh, bite part of a cookie. Yes. Leave some milk out. And some of those are on here. Right. But some of these are patently ridiculous. Okay. So we'll give the thumbs up or thumbs down on these ten things Santa can leave behind to keep your kids totally convinced that the that the the big jolly man has been on the roof. A new ornament on the tree from Santa. Okay, that seems that seems sweet. It wasn't there before? Yeah, exactly. This one makes absolutely no freaking sense to me. Reindeer antlers for the dog. <laughs> <laughs> so you
1: wake up and the dog is gnawing on a, rain, a reindeer antler. No, that would no. horrify a kid. No, no,
0: they mean put to put oh, reindeer to put antlers a- on the dog. That like Santa came down and put reindeer antlers on your dog, like from
1: an actual reindeer. No, like one of those one of those like this sounds barbaric. <laughs>
0: No, actual like the cloth, like the, oh. the headbands for your dog. Oh, all right. But that means no sense. No, why I would Sa- it. why would Santa just? Yeah, it'd be better if they be better if the dog was gnawing, gnawing on, on some, some reindeer <laughs> antlers. That your dog ate a reindeer. Um, here's another one. They say footprints in the fireplace. Do fireplaces still have soot anymore? That well, you go in there. I mean, depending, I guess the kind that you have. Yeah. But if you have the gas ones with the glass in front, we're going to take the glass, or, or maybe just make your own. I don't know.
1: Um, I think you're taking it too literally, Michael. I don't know that, the, <laughs> but I think you can. I think the idea of there being a trail from the fireplace—oh, okay, uh, gotcha—to gotcha. where the presents are is is sort of the idea. I don't know that the kid's are gonna, you know, go CSI and say <laughs> there's no soot in this fireplace. Wait a minute here. There's no charcoal. We don't have a charcoal burning one. Santa's not smart enough to wipe his feet.
0: Here's one that's pretty easy: cookie crumbs. Okay. To your point, like the half-eaten cookie, cookie crumbs. Uh, number five they have are sleigh tracks. So you go out and make sleigh tracks in the snow. Oh, okay. That say, hey, Santa's sleigh was here in the front yard, but shouldn't it be on the roof? Hey, shut up, kid. Yeah. You got sleigh tracks. I wasn't able to get up there. His own wrapping paper. Right. That's important. Yes. I think that, that helps out in case things were to go awry. And they're doing the CSI work. And I, their own wrapping paper makes sense.
1: I seem to think my mom did that, that there were presents that had their own wrapping paper, and those were from Santa.
0: Right. Uh, they say a stray jingle bell left behind is oh, a good yeah. one to keep kids convinced. The I Santa's like that a litter bug? Yeah, yeah exactly. It <laughs> just goes, ah, oh, this is falling off. Yeah, I'll get a new one back up in the she North Pole. Uh, reindeer food. We would do this um,
1: on Christmas Eve. Take the kids outside, okay, and uh, it was like oatmeal with uh, with sparkles in it with like glitter. Oh, okay. And throw it in the snow.
0: Ah, oh, I see. Little, I just thought carrots. The- I thought it was carrots. Well, we thought- had carrots too. Okay, but that's kind of nice. Yeah, I it was like that. So. Yeah. Uh, number nine is a personalized note. So Santa sits down and says, "Hey." Thanks for the cookies. Yep, I would would do that. They were only mid and the milk was warm, but appreciate the efforts, signed Santa Claus. And finally, just his signature. Leave his signature around somewhere. Mm -hmm. Just like a nice autograph from Santa to let him know that he was there. Yeah, or just a rubber stamp, you know, because Santa's busy. And he he just, doesn't have the time can, to can, write. I, I would love to. I do was it. here. I would love to do it in like the most like five year old just regular print, not cursive or anything like that. Just yeah. like Santa actually can't write at all. Just it's it's a, he has terrible penmanship. And that's I you know I tried to do. I
1: remember when I did that for one of my daughters, uh, and I knew I had to disguise my handwriting. And oh, I that's remember. difficult. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if I like wrote with my left hand, so it looked like.
0: Santa Garbage. Got,
1: yeah, got hit on the head with a frying pan or something. <laughs> oh, I'm drunk. Yeah. Um, or, or what I did, but...
0: Uh, so those but, are just some ideas, yeah, that's all right. ideas right there. They weren't that's too bad. clever. Yeah, they were clever things. So uh, have a Merry Christmas, or if you're listening to this, I hope you, you know, past Christmas, I hope you had a Merry Christmas. Whatever you're doing, I hope you're happy. Yes, exactly. That's the main thing. I and remember, happy. remember the one thing that's guaranteed to stuff her stocking. Nugenics, because she'll like it too.